Welcome to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. The trade period is now done. I think we can all take a big breath. We decided just to do a very quick podcast. This is only going to go for about 15 minutes. But Grant doesn't even know I'm doing this, but I'm actually going to call him in about two minutes to surprise him, see if this happens online on the air. I have no idea how he'll answer the phone, so please forgive me if he says anything odd, uh, but he'll be excited about Shield. Uh, look, a fantastic night. Uh, even I was getting a little bit nervous, even though I was confident the whole time, but uh, when I got the news Shield was done, it was just such a relief because it's such a big, important moment for the Essendon Football Club, and, and I know one player doesn't make a side, I get all that, but every Every side has a, a little bit of a missing link and most Essendon fans understand that though we've got some good midfielders coming through, we probably lack that real polish and hard grit clearance uh, player and we just got him. Uh, a seriously good player, a player that's only got under 20 possessions twice in the last 70 games. So we have an elite talent uh, when it comes to center bounds clearances. He's third in the AFL ranked. So this is a fantastic day for the Essendon Football Club. And let's ring Grant just to see if he can celebrate with me. So I'm going to try and do something I've never done before and call him live. Yo. Hello. Yo. You are live on the podcast. <laughs> what? You are live on the podcast. Okay. So, so shall I go into another room? <laughs> so I've I've done the two minute, two or three minute introduction, uh, and I thought this will be more of a fun thing of a, an actual real Scott and Grant summary of a trade period. Uh, wow. Okay. So this is this is this is only a 10, 15 minute podcast, uh, mate. But you've got. Firstly, the- I'd, I would just like to say. Um, I personally will be laying the foundation stone for the statue to Adrian Dodoro <laughs> out the front of Tullamarine. How good is the man? Seriously. Well, if you if you went by Twitter, <laughs> it wasn't as good up to about you know to about five past eight. <laughs> well, I must admit, I was that nervous that you couldn't ram a knitting needle up my my rear end for a while there um, without putting too fine a point on it i was slightly nervous but uh, there was a, there was a meme that i saw on true to the red sash which i thought was hilarious it's a picture of adrian reclining in the in the stands at uh, windy hill yeah and then it's like 828 and then there's a the next images of him uh over a computer going tap, 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 tap at 8.29 and then him reclining again at 8.30. Like, yeah, job done. No problems at all. You do got to love his stubbornness too, don't you? I mean, I, I think most of us felt like that two first rounders was probably going to have to go through, but you knew he was not going to leave without something coming back. Without and, something coming in the opposite direction, and, yeah. And look, I always say these are the small moments that are pretty critical to a good trade because a future first pick can be forgotten or a second round pick. And, you know, when we pick up uh, in this year's trade, we've got pick 34 in a strong draft. Just remember, 
even in this year's trade, that's the GWS pick that we got traded back. Yeah, we probably yeah. didn't have any right to. And just remember the player and see how it goes. Just remember that pick. Was Dodoro doing the same thing last year? That he he worked his way to make sure something came back because he really does rate picks. And he rates his recruiting team. And, and again, that's my point. Yeah. To, to find somebody at 30-odd, that's what I rate. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to have 34 this year that we didn't have un- uh, until we sort of were, went strong and got it traded back. Next year, we'll have two second-round picks. Again, we it's one of those ones you forget about, and then suddenly you get you pick up a player. You know, Jordan Ridley, these guys in the high 20s, Zach Merritt. You can Zach pick, Merritt, you, yeah. You can pick a lot of gold. Um, with, and in that, the fact that they picked up these Zerk Thatchers, these Fantasias, uh, Wallace as a rookie, uh, McKenna as an Irish big B yep. rookie. You know all those little things. Even Guelphie this year, we we do have a good eye for talent in in the back end of drafts. Hundred percent agree. So they're really important. So uh, look, I'm wrapped. We got that second round back. I mean, but in all seriousness, mid November. Tell me Grant and Scott are not going to be at training watching Dylan Shield. Oh, mate, yeah, keep, keep an eye out for, for Scott and I at all the training sessions down at Tullamarine because, mate, that kid, we were talking about it earlier, and, and Scotty, you should should sort of explain what what we were talking about earlier whilst we were SMSing each other backwards and forwards. Um, with a lot of expletives going, what the hell's going on? With a lot of expletives going, any time now, Adrian. Um, mind you, it, was a pretty, it pretty much was a giveaway when, the uh, reporters started seeing the Essendon media there, like the Essendon uh, publicity people and the Essendon uh, media and stuff. So it's a bit of a giveaway, but at least, yeah, it, it, like you said, he got there done on the last minute. But um, explain to me what you think Dylan is, because you were mentioning that he's just the, the perfect card that we needed out of the deck. And, and we're, we're yeah. just now, we're not trying to just get players in left and right. We're just trying to, to pick up the ones we need, the strategic players. Tell us about that. Yeah, he... It, there's there's a couple of factors. Is one is a very good clearance player. He almost averages five clearances in his career a game, um, which is above kind of the average if you look at the Essendon midfield. Uh, he's very good at centre bounces when it comes to clearances, uh, and the key part to him is is not so much. Um, I mean, he's no Chris Judd, but the, that first five meters when he grabs the ball, he actually can create space uh, from the centre bounce quite. Well, where when he's going forward, he has kind of that burst speed that you like, um, and it, and it gives our forwards a, a better chance. So that's that's the um, that's that's the bonus for me. Um, and his consistency is huge. Like when we're talking, obviously to uh, Rowan Conley, he discussed about you know the the seventy odd times uh, in his last three seasons, he's only had under twenty possessions in in two games. So. Hey, look, it's a huge outcome for the club. Oh, I, I completely agree. I think it's it turns us into, and again, you can't. It's real difficult to to talk about last year's season about uh, we could have been a we could have played finals. We could have been in the eight. I mean, we were real close to playing finals with one of the worst starts to a season I've ever seen. But honest to goodness, I reckon that bloke. I, I just think I don't know, man. We got Dyson Heppel came to the club. Orazio's been massive for us. But I reckon that bloke from game one, I, I'm calling it, I reckon it makes us a top four team. Honestly, I do. Well, it makes us a, I think the term would be it makes us a top four list. 
And, and the, the next chapter is making us a top four team, which is really comes down to coaching and how we approach the preseason. That's kind of how I view it. I go, we've got a top four list now. Um, and the next next stage is to become a great actual team. Uh, and that's, that's I guess, the, the Haas and Woosher and um, uh, what's the new guy from Richmond? Um, yeah, uh, it'll come to me soon. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the next development for us is to, um, having a massive offseason, a um, bit more on strategy, a bit more on set defenses. Um, and, but our midfield will look so much better because, I mean, he's probably closer to, to Zach Merritt's talent. So to actually have two Zach Merritts under the ball. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Is, you know, I mean, it's it's really big deal for the club. Uh so, and look, and just talk about talk about club of destination again, mate. Like or destination club, or what do you want to call it? Um, he's turned down two million bucks. Oh, two that's million right. bucks is nothing to sneeze at, and he could have gone to to Carlton. And towards the end of his career, he probably, with all the players Carlton are going to get over the next two three years, he he probably would have, like towards the end of his career, he would have left Carlton in probably a good position, and they're on the way up or whatever it is, but. He would never have played finals and he would never have won a, a premiership. But he's he's on the strength of a of a coffee with some with some Essendon boys at a cafe, he's knocked back two million bucks, which mate is nothing to sneeze at. So I tell you what, the the club now is an honest to goodness destination uh, club and the the saga and all that crapola, that is so far behind us now it's not even funny. And we've got players turning down two million bucks because they reckon we're on a, a team on the way up. Yeah, look exactly. And and Essendon's um, now made it official that it's a six-year deal, so he's there to two thousand twenty-four. Nice. <laughs> so yes, uh, thank you. Get used to get used to Dylan Shield. Um, look now. Uh, let's let's talk about the the other trade. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it's now official that Fremantle offered Travis Collier a three-year deal, which we've kind of admitted that we couldn't match, and I think that's fair enough. Um, he obviously his family comes from from Perth, so it, it's a good it's a good result for Trev and his family to have that sort of security of three years. So, yeah. uh, look for me. But he's a business, mate. It's a business. Yeah, it's a it's a business, and he needs that security. And it's a little bit like when Melksham left, when he just had his baby, and and he got offered like a four yep. year four year deal. And and yep. you you can't you can't blame those guys. If we can't match it, then then that's how it is. And and he's a very much loved person at the club. Uh, oh, and, without a shadow of a doubt. And and he's like he's like Hibbo and and Melksham, these are the guys I I must admit if if we Frio come to Eddie Had and and we're there, I'm gonna put in a little clap when he when he gets the ball because, oh. yeah because these guys who were part of that 34, they like I feel strongly about this. They really fought hard for their innocence and for the club and and you know these guys were tweeting standby herd and they all stood together they all went as one and and though it wasn't successful and and we can talk have a whole podcast on how we feel about that but uh it's the fact that you know what he actually went through but came back to the club with open arms was loyal to the club I like. I genuinely wish him and his family all the best. Like, and I hundred percent agree, man. Like, I, there's that bloke's an Essendon guy and will be for the rest of uh, for the rest of his life. Like, he 
he'll walk into any Essendon change rooms. For, like when his career's done, mate. I hope to see him around the club. I hope to uh, us to see him at not that we've got premiership reunions, but I hope to see him around the club. It's going back to Frio and going back to Perth for him is like you said, it gives him a guaranteed three years. And I'll tell you what, he'll do well on that big ground in in Frio, mate. Yeah, he'll, he'll use well. he'll use the space well. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what, will the uh, next time he plays us, we will we may regret trading him when he goes sailing past somebody and kicks one from outside fifty, but. Trav, mate, if you're listening to the podcast, um, we, we, of course you do. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for a career of nine years at Essendon, mate. You have been an incredible servant of the club. And I think today's decision, I think you mentioned to this to me earlier, there would have been Dodoro just looking at Collier going, mate, we'll try absolutely everything we can to retain you. But if you want to go, if you can get those three years, mate, we'll accept. Like a, we, we didn't even push. Yeah, we could have I, got I, much better than a fourth. I do round. like. I kind of do like that. And I know it's a business, but I kind of like that we just let it happen. We get obviously we only got a fourth round pick, and we could have got a little bit better than that. But I think in that scenario, and the I guess the the recent history and everything like that, it, to me, it's just Trav. All the best, mate. Um, you're welcome back to the club anytime, any function. Absolutely. And I hope fans see that. I know we're all competitors of fans, competitive as fans, but uh, for me, there's some guys that are out, are out there playing in other teams, whether it's Cramery or or anything like that. Just I I just can't have any animosity towards them. I I, I you know there's a reason why we put on that 2016 march to support these guys, and I, it's just it's too much in my blood that that they, a group of guys went through something horrific and. And how they represented the club and themselves was so honourable that I, I just can't get it in me to be yeah to be anything that, hurtful. They they I mean if if they didn't come back if the players just went look it's too much because um, you know that every Western Australian player that Essendon had like Myers and Collier and that and Hooksy they would have been offered the kitchen sink to come back to Perth and break their contracts and leave the club and all that sort of stuff. And so they absolutely, and again, that would have been more money as well. They they they've all given up the money. They've given up playing in front of like in their home state to continue to play for for this club, and they're they're absolutely to be commended. And I and I know that the club did everything they possibly could to make them uh, to to make them feel welcome back at the club. Yeah. And to fix all that crapola, and the boys have they've started to deliver, and someone like. Trav Collier, if you can get three years, mate, and you want to go home, then more power to you. And yeah, you'll get you'll get a clap. I bet you a million bucks he'll get a clap from every Essendon supporter whenever he touches the ball next time we play him. Yeah, well, I hope I hope so. I mean, well, at least an initial clap, and then we can cheer and boo. <laughs> but... Well, yeah, that's true. Like I said, the first time, first <laughs> not time not 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 booing him, but the side he's playing against. No, that's against. exactly. Still, it's still Frio. It's still fair, that is true. But I mean it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting seeing him in another in another uh jumper, I must admit. Yeah. But um no, hey look man, Dylan Shield, one and done, we'll get um Adrian, your job isn't done, mate. Just start scouring those lists. See if you can find us another little gem in the second round. Um <laughs> yeah. and bomber fans get down to training because he's a dynamic unit, Dylan, and he's gonna be He's instantly in our top three midfielders at that club, and he's going to mean a huge amount to us. Yeah, look, it's a really significant day for the club, and and they were all a bit frustrated at how it kind of 
played out, the end result is all that matters. And and uh, we keep saying that and, we keep saying that every trade period at the moment we're going, oh geez, we, we, we've got picks and who are we going to pick and what are we going to pick? Jadoro keeps coming through for us. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's just that's how he operates, and one day we'll get used to it. But I think just naturally nerves take over. I think it's oh. just you know when literally like when there is twenty five minutes to go and there's no movement, there's naturally and, you're naturally nervous. Like you. And this is the thing, man. Like Dylan's got to be nervous as well because with twenty five minutes to go, it's real nervous, and he starts. Somebody mentions two million dollars to him again, and two million dollars starts to sound incredible with twenty five minutes to go. Um, but mate, he stuck true. The bomber stuck true, and the whiz, the wizard, the Jedi master that is Adrian Dodoro has absolutely come through for us again. It's funny though. There's a, this was a bad day for journalism, man. And I, I, I haven't, I haven't discussed this with you, but there was so much rubbish, and especially from the Herald Sun that last hour. There was like they actually wrote a story that Essendon were third in line now to get chill, <laughs> and oh, good and Lord. like. And they, they talk to Campbell from GWS. Um, they say, and they're basically they're asking the, the question, hey, was Carlton ever a chance? He went, no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was like, of course it wasn't because he nominated Essendon. I mean, that part I never feared. I never feared the Carlton part because one thing we found out was Shiel spent months researching, did everything possible came up with a decision and that was never going to change. It was no, he, he was either going to play for GWS or Essendon. Yep. He did and, his due diligence at the club. He met Xavier twice. He met Devon. He met the leadership group. Herdy he's, had a chat to him. He's got a career set up with Andrew Welsh. He's talked to Absolutely. Herdy on the phone. It's Mate. like, yeah. He's he done... did his due diligence. Good on him. It's a professional thing for a kid like that to do. Yeah. And to come and meet with the, the team, the management team, meet with the leadership team, meet with the club legend, sort his career out for after football, meet the boys, have a look at the facilities. He did everything right. Yeah. And it, look, if you're a player and, you're, and your manager's name is Paul Connors, you get to the location you want that you nominate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the, the thing is with Paul Connors, he owns so much that he play, I think teams probably even understand they can't really pee him off too. They, I mean, they no, need they, to, they, yeah, no, no, no. Because they, I mean, they in future they're gonna require players that he owns, and yep. uh, so in the end, I just always felt logic was gonna come through. It's just the timing was. I was hoping more was like three p.m. today rather than eight yeah. eight ten. But oh, but geez. look, we'll wrap it up. It's a great day for the club. Uh, this great is, day this, for the club. This is Go, just, Dylan Shield. Go, this... you big red fire engine. <laughs> Thank you. This hey, is mate. Um, hey, before we, before we go, I've just got a bit of a shout-out. Go for it. I've got a bit of a shout-out. I was just talking to a very um, uh, a very fervent Essendon supporter on True to the Red Sash. Um, his name's Brian Grant. Um, great last name, Brian. Um, Brian Grant. I just wanted to give a special shout-out to Brian Grant from True to the Red Sash, who I was just talking to, having a bit of a chat um, on all things uh, Dylan Shield um, and a little bit of a chat on Ariel Steinberg. And um, a, a big special shout out to him. I'm sure it was great. And no, it was. It was great. And big, big special shout out to, to Brian. All right. Thank you. Right. Thank you, Brian, with the first first name as first name as... for his surname and first <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean. No, Brian Grant. Brian Grant. Brian Grant. Yeah. No, it was oh, definitely Brian Grant. Too late. Um, I see. <laughs> Actually, 
let's do this. Let's hang on. It was this is one of the wonder. This is one of the fabulous things about having a podcast. You can go. Hang on, Scotty. It's, <laughs> it's so professional. And it's a wildly professional one. Hang on a minute. There was oh, and Phil Tolliday. I was talking to Phil Tolliday as well. Um, great conversation with Brian Grant and Phil Tolliday. Hopefully, I have to get to have another one with them with those guys soon. Yes, and to our good Twitter follow Twitter follower Carly. I hope you are a rest easy now that the shield. I think she was having a, a mild panic attack, but I'm, I'm all is good. Okay. Along with along with ten thousand other Essendon fans, I must exactly admit. Exactly correct. But, but great, we got it done. Go great, Dylan. Yeah, look, Dylan Shield is an Essendon player. This is a big day. Oh, let could this club be, be kicking any more goals, yeah, like on the field or off the field at the moment? Let's bring it 2019, baby. Let's go. Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've already sorted our memberships. We've already rang up. and Oh, mate, memberships are done. We'll be there. Training sessions. We've uh, we've just now got to explain it to the uh, our much, much, much better halves. Um, oh, yeah. about of how why much... we won't be home much. Yeah, about how much football we're going to be attending next year. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> Have a great... Hey, um, excellent, excellent use of the technology, by the way. Uh, I like it. Um, yeah, no, nice work by you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everyone. And look, I'll do a minute closing of the show, so I'm going to say goodbye to you and hang up, hang up on you rudely. Okay, goodbye, guys. <laughs> Sledge you, mate. Bye. And he's gone. Now I can sledge him. <laughs> now, um, thank you, everyone. Uh, this this is now gone to actually 22 minutes. I said 15. Sorry. Uh, thank you again for your support. Hope you liked the Ralphie show that we uh, did a couple of days ago. Please, if you haven't checked it out, have a listen. It's got some great old footy show stories and a bit of an update on Herdy. Uh, we'll be back very, very soon, we hope. Um, let's see if we can get some good guests on. We're, obviously, we always get asked about Herdy. We're trying to get him on. Uh, we'll see how that goes in the near future. But thanks again for all your loyalty. Please subscribe, if you can, to either our SoundCloud channel or our iTunes channel. You can easily find them on Google uh, if you search the Lunchtime Catch-Up podcast. All right, guys, brilliant day for Essendon. I'm going to sleep well, and let's go 2019 Bombers. Catch-Up. <laughs>